자동! 오케이3,2,1,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2,1,2
<laughs> yes. But you look at the ingredients like, oh wait, it's crab meat, it's actually cod. Yes, that's basically it. Yeah, it's usually cod. That's right. that's my life right now. Uh, <laughs> I hope to make myself feel better by cooking later on today. I cook a lot, podcasts, like a lot, a lot, um, making something very nice today. Um, I woke up this morning to make the sauce and everything. House smells great. Anyway, um, so let's actually get into our next issue. And... I'm gonna let you guys. Do you guys have some big news? There's not a lot happening, but uh, not big news. Just some small news. Okay, if we got small news, then I'll drum out my really, really small one um, and get it out of the way. One, um, happy Golden Week, everybody! Um, it is Golden Weekend. For those of you who don't know what Golden Week is. It's a group of holidays in Japan that started originally in Japan where they celebrate various holidays such as Children's Day and um, their former Emperor's Day. I forget the exact name of it, but um, they celebrate Children's Day and stuff like that. It is the most celebrated um, week in Japan next to New Year's in Oban, which are two of their... Um, Oban is one of their spiritual um, holidays, and it's like you... Sp- both all three are like week-long things but golden week is the longest break for workers and stuff like that um and because it's golden week and people like to take money from you um steam and a lot of other places are having huge sales on japanese games our japanese inspired games if you've got an anime game out there that you wanted on steam get it now now's the time there's Nothing but anime games on Steam right now. So I looked. There's like a lot. If it's anime or semi-anime. So that means Tales of games are on sale. Um, Anything you can think about that's like vaguely anime-esque or looks like anime or is an anime, it's on sale. So get your anime games in. And This looks vaguely like one of those Pokemon. Them looks... Their eyes are big and they look like spiders, so I'm gonna buy it. I um, I actually do recommend people play anime games. A lot of people don't, um, because I think they think they're stupid. Because I think people interpret anime games as the same as they think of major franchise games. So not and by major franchise, I mean like non-video game franchises. So like your um. Your your SpongeBob video games are your your Rugrats games or something like that, but those were very specific. It, those those are pretty fucking bad games. And I actually rented the um the Rugrats game for the PlayStation way back when. So I remember, man, I remember playing Kyan games back in the day before I knew better. Um, I knew I knew, actually need to evaluate a game before I played it just because it was a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, Some uh, of them were occasionally you'd have that gym. Like, um, I think I recall one of the Toy Story tie-in games. Yes. Like yeah, there were some decent ones. Um, but but yeah. So anyway, Steam has <laughs> Steam has a lot of sales on right now. I recommend if you've never played a Tales game, buy one now. 
Um, just so then you don't feel so upset. Tales games are good. Just don't play Tales of Zestiria. Unless you like boring protagonist. Because he is plain bread. Um, I suggest everyone play Basiria because it has a hot main girl and she's like showing some skin and she's angry and she has a death claw. It's very geared towards people who like anime. Like she, she swears vengeance. She yells a lot. She has a big old demon hand. Like you can't go wrong. Yep. Sounds Um, very anime. But yeah, so Golden Week, just wanted to say that. And also, you know, sales. And the other news, I only have two other pieces of game news. I don't want to laugh at other people's misfortune. However, people were really ringing the bell for this Last of Us 2 game. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's been a humongous leak from Naughty Dog um, of like over 70% of the game footage and story has been leaked out. And people have read it and seen it, and nobody likes it. And the the people who don't like it are the fans. So it's not like people like me who thought the first game was bad anyway. Um, The The Walking Dead, but with white people. And I don't say this to offend white people, but I actually mean that. Because the Walking Dead series has multiple races in it, including white people. Last of Us just pretty much has white people. In it. Um, it is it felt the, a little bit like maybe did it come out? It came out after Walking. It Dead. came out way yeah, after the Walking yeah. Dead. So it felt a little bit. Um, it felt. It, it felt just a little bit copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt about it, and I told everyone as such. Like I was really upset that no one looked at the Walking Dead video game and and claimed to love it as much as they love. The Last of Us. And I played The Last of Us. I played The Walking Dead series. Um, and I played The the Last of Us. And it started off alright. It's very generic. Like, it's really, really generic. Um, story-wise. It's not clever. Like, you, you have to escort this girl. And guess what, y'all? Her blood is the saving blood of the world. Um, and they're zombies. And... I am legend... More derivative. Yeah, it's very I Am Legend. Um, and the guy is an asshole throughout. There's no nurturing of his character and growth of his character. He would he would be a villain in the Walking Dead video games. And I think you're supposed to sympathize with him because his daughter dies at the beginning of the, of the game. But... Something like that happens to somebody in The Walking Dead and um, they turn into a horrible person and I shoot them because they're doing horrible things to people. And it doesn't give you like a, a tragedy card. Where you're right. Like, oh, because something horrible happened to you, you, you are now allowed to do horrible things. Right. And, and, the, and the gameplay of The Last of Us is very bad to me. It's very, very bad. The AI is horribly designed. And the the hitboxes are really poor to me. These are all my personal opinions. Because I know a lot of people like it. Um, and I think it may be because a lot of people don't play very story-heavy driven games. And so when you have one that has any kind of semblance of a story... Fair enough, um, but I have a personal gripe with it because the story for the last, um, the Last of Us is 
a a watered down derivative version, like Dustin was saying, of the Walking Dead series. Um, and so that's why I bring up. I don't want to laugh at people for the Last of Us two story sucking, but I am also kind of going, "What did you expect? They even stole. This is how bad Last of Us is. They even stole the sexuality." Of a character in the Walking Dead video games to put onto their girl protagonist in this game. Um, for those of you who don't know, Clementine is the main character of um, the Walking Dead series for the most part. And she is a um, um, multiracial African-American Asian girl. And she is, later on, it's revealed that Clementine is um, LGBT. Um, I think in particular she is bisexual. And so you have, she has a choice of who she wants to hook up with in the video game at one point. And basically if everyone knows there's a big lesbian kiss in the Last of Us trailer, the Last of Us trailer 2. And so people were getting all up in arms. But once again, the Walking Dead game came out before. This had already been established. I'm just saying, oh, I'm sorry. Also, The Walking Dead has an openly gay male couple in it way before that happened, which is even bigger because we live in a society that thinks male homosexuality is either comical or gross. And so while those are not true at all, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that The Walking Dead video game is amazing. Um I'm just saying. I'm just super saying. Um, but um, yeah, that happened. Big old info leak dump, and I actually do feel bad for the people who are fans of the The Last of Us too, because that's a big spoiler. Of course, Sony and Naughty Dog released something saying we are not responsible for this. Um, this was yeah. Not I done. heard it was like a disgruntled employee, which makes sense because apparently the game is. They said it wasn't going to be released. I know we talked about that, but now it is going to be released like in a month or two, like very soon. Like they have just declared that was going to happen. So um, a lot of people in the forums and like the Walking Dead forums, they're also fans of the Last of Us games, and a lot of them are going like, man. I'm so happy that even though Telltale exploded, that The Last of Us, that The Walking Dead video game ended in a really good way. Um, and so that's that's upsetting. Um, as many jokes as I'll say about The Last of Us, I don't want fans to be sad. Um, but maybe that'll inspire you all to play The Walking Dead. Because it's better. By a mile. Just saying. Anyway... Um, <laughs> um, I think that's all my news. I had something else, but I can't think about it. Oh, I remember. Um, it was about Final Fantasy VII. Yes, once again. But this is not negative. Um, it's about Final Fantasy VII, the remake. I actually read an article. This was the first article that caught my attention. It said... The Final Fantasy VII Remake is not for me. Now, normal people will probably be like, oh, that's just a bashing article. They're just ripping into it. But I read the whole article. This person was a genuine fan of the original game. And they spoke about how they played 
this new game and how upsetting it is on different levels because they didn't think Square Square Enix would do this until it was like a last ditch effort. Like they were at the end of their rope and they had no other opportunities to do anything else. And he, they said like it feels a lot like that. Like it's like this. We're trying to just grasp for straws here. And even though they said the game is very polished and pretty and stuff, they were saying that they don't, they're not sure who the game is for because the game feels so generic because it's trying to cater to new players. And then it's also trying to keep old players happy. Um, and the turn, you're talking about the turn based option and how they would like turn based in the game, but the turn based option in the video game apparently is like an easy mode where the game does everything for you. So there's no challenge that you get that you would from a normal turn-based video game. Uh, what were you saying, Dustin? Sorry. No, no. It's just, yeah, it sounds strange. Yeah. And so they were just talking about how all these little individual parts in the video game make the game just feel generic because it's just taking things from, like, Kingdom Hearts. There's no identity to it. Um, and that makes a lot of sense. Um to, and I, I agree with them that there's a lot lost in the game. And it was the first time I read an article that summarized my feelings for the Final Fantasy remake in a much more cohesive and intellectual way. Because when I tend to get upset, I go on to rants. And um, when you rant, you're never going to speak completely intellectually because it's a lot of emotion there. Not to say that that's a bad thing, but this person put out their thoughts and I was like this is a very genuinely heartfelt article and it felt really good to read because one it makes me feel less like the negative Nancy of the Final Fantasy world um and so yeah it was nice to read anyway my long windedness aside that's my um my news for today what about you guys Arnold do you have any news for this week uh yeah so for those who are tired of playing EA's shitty-ass Star Wars Butterfly games, uh, Steam has now is now supporting the original Star Wars Battlefront's multiplayer. <laughs> for those who Sorry. don't know, the first two... Hmm? Sorry, I was, just, I was just thinking about that blast from the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those who don't know, uh, the first two... Battlefront games, I think, like, their servers after they stopped being supported were bought by Spy, uh, GameSpy. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were handling the servers, but then, like, you know, after a while, they stopped supporting it. But now Steam is supporting uh, the, at least the first game for now, the, their multiplayer. I guess that's nice. Definitely better than the first Battlefront that EA made. I, yeah... I just wish Steam, much like Square Enix, would do something else. But, you know, I guess they did technically make a sequel to Half-Life. So, um... Costs a lot of money. Yeah. That VR shit is not... That is good, and they did it at a timely matter because, um... May the 4th is coming. And they've already got sales going for Star Wars games too. By by the way, if you're a Star Wars fan right now, you can get a lot of Star Wars games for sale. Um, I highly recommend the Knights of the Old Republic series. Um, Our Jedi Academy, if you like to just swing a lightsaber around like a crazy kid. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like 
that's nice. That is, I can't say anything negative about that. I know there's a larger, there's a large fan base of people who are obsessed with the Battlefront series. And while I've never been a fan of the games, um, it's good to know people have that area. All right. And then this is actually just like my last bit of news. I don't have much news today, but I might just. Uh-oh. I know what oh, this man. is about. I already know what this is about. <laughs> if Y'all he's... don't get the. Oh, man. If he's using paper. <laughs> I'm going to use paper for one people, one people only. It's the, the from. Not, not. From the. From the grave. Fucking garbage ass Bethesda. <laughs> uh, just a small thing. This is really. I don't have anything. I mean, I always have something negative, but I'm not going to keep it negative today. Um, they have a hot fix sent out for the NPC thing I told you guys about last episode. How NPCs, when they killed you, they're stealing your shit. <laughs> and uh, uh, thank, uh, thank God that they're trying to fix something that's too broke to be fixed. But you know what? They're going to keep on fixing it. They really are putting in the most effort for this game. And it's... I don't know why. I know <laughs> why. So I know why. All companies are been do- have been doing this lately, and they are pumping off of nostalgia. Like they are, they are feeding so much off of people's remembering of how good this company is and willing to risk it. Because okay, me and Dustin know how this is because we're old enough in gaming to know this, and a lot of younger people around your age, Arnold, they don't know it yet. You will, don't worry. But <laughs> you ever notice you'll buy a game and you'll justify it to yourself? Why you bought it? Yes. You'll just be like, you'll be like, I know that they fucked me over twice already. I know that this game will have either, I don't know, microtransactions or DLC or I'll have to buy three other games in the Why series. Why not both? Why not both, right? Like, and you'll buy it. And you'll know in the back of your fucking mind that you probably shouldn't. At least not, not initially. You mm. shouldn't. You should like wait or whatever. But you say... But this is good. This this is they used to do this. It, it happens all the time. It happens all and, and it's not like a fault. It's just something you do when you're young and you're a fan of something. You just yeah, you can't let them go. Battlefront, that was Battlefront 2. Right. So what's happening with Bethesda and why people are still purchasing it, all the companies are doing this, is that they're feeding off of their former glory. And in the gaming world now, you can do that. You couldn't do that before. In the 90s, no one cared if your first game was good. If your second game was garbage, you got burned alive. But now you have all these influencers and people who play it and like you have to be part of the community and stuff like that. Um, people prey on that. And that's why, that's why Bethesda is still having people play these games. Oh, you still got you got those people that are like, oh, you don't need, you don't have to buy all this stuff. It's all optional. Mm, you got people like that. It's optional. You know, there was ne- no one ever said that shit in the nineties and early two thousands. It was just like you bought the game and everything was in the game. The option was to purchase the game. <laughs> like, um, the option was to like maybe later go to a store and buy the toy for the character. If that. If that we didn't we didn't live in buy Japan. the sequel when it comes out buy the yeah. sequel <laughs> buy the sequel and maybe a shirt that was it 
Mm-hmm. Or the collector's edition. Remember when they kept fucking yeah. doing that? Yeah. In, co- in the collector's edition was a big fucking deal. Now, you get gold and silver editions. Dude, they they announced the new... Oh, this shit. Just give me news. Oh, uh, I know what you're gonna say. The new fucking Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. No, no, not even. It's, uh, Garbage 2. That game is shit. And you know what they... You know, if you watch that whole video to the end... They show not like a normal copy, a uh, normal physical copy of the game. It's the fucking the golden, golden edition. edition. Yeah, the they golden the edition. Golden I mean, edition. if you're not buying the golden edition, you're just not even buying the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, and because Arnold um, brought it up and we were talking about it about this Assassin's Creed Valhalla, this is not a fucking Assassin's Creed game anymore. First off, they're playing Viking. You're playing as Vikings, which, by the way if anyone hasn't noticed, has now replaced all knights and samurai for the next couple of years as the big go-to warrior like race. Because um, there's the there's all the Viking miniseries and live action shows. Vinland Saga, well, Vinland Saga hasn't gotten really big, but Vinland Saga exists. And like, you know, while Viking stories can be good, some of some of them can be good. If you do it right, if you don't try to make Vikings like sympathetic because they're cool, but they're also not because they're pillagers and rapists, um, like their entire culture is around it. Um, and so not their entire culture. That's insulting. But their warring culture culture is around it. And a lot of their culture is based off of war. Um, that being said, the, the CG, like, animation of it is just Vikings. The only Assassin's Creed thing was the, he takes out the little shoulder, the, um, wrist, the forearm knife. And he yeah, kills, he kills a knight with it. He, he stabs a dude in the eye. And that is all. Um, yeah. they need to stop. <laughs> like, I'm like they're kind of low, low on ideas. They are. And I'm just waiting to see all the microtransactions like they had in the last two games. I, I want them to be... From would Egypt. you like to assassinate this man? Just I, $3.99. <laughs> At $3, you can perfect as, the memory. As you, as you take out your knife and you come towards someone, the screen freezes, and it's like, please insert your credit card for $2.99 so that you can, too, kill this person. <laughs> it... You know what? It really makes me upset because um, there's so many cultures they haven't touched. Like, I know they did Africa, technically, because they did Egypt, but not really, because I don't count that. Cause they Egypt... also technically did the, like, the Chinese... Yeah, they technically did with that. that. 2D, with that 2D. But the thing is, game. Assassin's Creed isn't daring enough to actually get into the ugliness of realistic, like... You give, you, give, give James an Assassin's Creed game where you're like a agent for Shaka Zulu, like, fighting British. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Like, yeah! I'd play that shit. Like, have an actual, like like, like, black guy... That is like angry at like white people and he's trying to kill them. No one take advice from this. I'm just <laughs> please don't. Or, but or at just, least pick something. Like, like do something do something underdone. Or do like the Mongols. Be like right, that's what I was gonna say. 
Genghis yeah, Khan. Right, something. right. You could have it like you could even pull off some Mulan shit. Like have a a female Chinese warrior that's already illegal, and then like <laughs> make her like make her like hide and like have to take out these dudes, or you know have um some indigenous people take out the like European um criminals that come to Australia. Because that's the thing, if you don't know how it was founded. And, like, you know, or have have some Aztecs fucking, like, either take out some explorers or some Mayans or something like that. Like, oh, you that'd got, be awesome. You got, I mean, technically they did, though, that Native American one, so... Well, no, because he was... All I can think of is, like, this game basically turning into Mortal Kombat, like, it's pulling people's hearts out. Like, yes! <laughs> yes! Like, he doesn't have, like, an assassin, like, thing. he just grabs the heart and takes it out. Um, <laughs> but, like, like, something, and, like, I don't count that Native American thing, because, Arnold, because he was half Native American, and it was done within mostly, like, um, colonial America. That's um, and it was very much like a both sides have points kind of bullshit um, where you could have it like juxtaposed in such a way that it creates some thought-provoking shit because that's the thing. Ubisoft always like to talk about their multicultural shit in their games, but they don't do anything that pushes it and they need to push it. Um, this is something that I actually have been writing notes about to talk about when we do talk about racing games in nerd media, because if you always notice, there isn't any, like, when people talk about race, they do it in a really comfortable way. Like, they talk about, like, elves and humans. Like, ooh, the humans are racist to the really good-looking elves. Or, right now, I'm reading the Thrawn, um, the the fourth book in the Thrawn series, that's come now after Disney owns it, right? And so they... The book is good. It's actually good. Um, And it's about Thrawn climbing up in the ranks. And everyone is racist to Thrawn. Like, everyone's like... Everyone is like, what's that? Who's that? He's blue. And I'm like... Y'all have never seen a Wookiee before? Like, it's... It's, it's like they're trying to be racist, but it's not making sense. Because if Thrawn is one of the more human-looking individuals, I could see that his eyes may off-put you. Because they're completely red. But in the Star Wars universe, what? Um, well, I mean, in the sense of, yeah, if they're going to be... You just need to be overt with it. Just be right. like, why is he an officer? Now that, so, they, so they do. Humans only. They do that. They do definitely have these racial tones. But it's really weird because Thrawn is there and he's highly educated. He comes off like a like a, a British Empire type person, which right. that's who he is. And then his friend, who's also supposed to be persecuted, is supposed to be like backwater redneck country of space. <laughs> To the degree that he has an accent that sounds like he's from Alabama. Um, he's from Space Bama. He's from Space Bama. And I actually, I like his character. And his parents are racist. So there's all that stuff that's actually real, like, you know, that can happen in real life. But it's just weird because it's Thrawn. Like, we already know that Thrawn ascends to, like, glory. Um, but I, I, that's, a, that's another episode topic. But it's just something that I always notice in media. 
um, particularly nerd woke media. Um, but yeah, in, in air quotes. I mean, are they really woke? Yeah. But um, the but who actually use the word woke are it, not woke. If you use the word woke, you're not woke. Um, you're probably you're actually, you're actually slept. You. Okay. <laughs> Arnold puts it in a nice way. You just stupid. Like <laughs> woke it means, in my opinion, if you're gonna say you're woke, you should probably be open minded and able to receive information and trying to empathize or gain a new experience through contact with the people. Um. You are not woke if you tell me, watch this documentary. Like, my Nana can do that. Um, but, but yeah, so, I don't know. I don't like this new Assassin's Creed at all. Um, now, if it goes for free, I'll get it. I ain't paying. I, I'm not even playing it. Like, I don't like the gameplay. Like, I ain't gonna pay free for that. Like, I ain't gonna <laughs> pay. Like, there's so many games I could spend my money on that are worth more than a free Assassin's Creed game. I just want everyone to understand that sentence that I just said. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm going to need some ketchup for all that hash browns. Pouring out there. Um, but yeah. But okay. Um, Dustin, what's your news? Uh, One Piece dub is returning on June the 9th. Do I get my like opening? After a two-year hiatus. Do I, do I get my opening? Yeah, I guess you get your opening. I don't know. Yo! Yeah, don't give it up, Luffy. Don't give it up, Zola. Don't give it up, Nami. story goes we find out by the treasure in the grand line there's no doubt the pirate whose eye is on it he'll sing i'll be king of the pirates i'm gonna be king his name is luffy that's monkey d luffy gonna be king of the pirates he's made of rubber how did that happen yo ho ho he took a bite of gum gum um, i just know that for a long time Funimation apparently had like not done new like since like 2018 or something yeah there hadn't been new english dub but now the English dub returns. I'm going to, in celebration for this, insert the English dub once again <laughs> into this episode. Um, also, apparently, the current, the next Japanese episode is on, on like in the year. They don't know when exactly it's going to come out. This noise. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's good, I guess. I don't trust Funimation that much anymore, but that's good. I don't. Either. That's good. But yeah, so that's that's the news. Um, also news, uh, <laughs> I'm going to... Hey, Arnold, where's the trash bin again? We need it for a moment. Um, okay. So, the Octopath Traveler is coming to the Stadia. <laughs> oh, no, really? Oh, no. <laughs> that um, game is going a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the Stadia is just not getting a game that's, like, what, like, two years old now? It's about two to three years old, yeah. It was one of the first um, games I got on my Switch. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't. Apparently, that's the thing. I don't know. I I do recommend people play it, but you don't got to play on Stadia. It's on the PC and it's on the Switch. Um, heavy heavy turn based JRPG combat. That's the best way I can say. Um, if you don't like that, don't play it. But it's a good game, and boy, that grind. Mm, that grind is intense. Um, but what else you got, Dustin? Uh, I think that's about it now. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that's about all I got. All right. Well, let's jump into 
some patch notes. Okay, you got a lot more. I'll let you go first, then. Um, so I'm almost done with Fate Extra, <laughs> um, Last Encore, which is another Fate series. It's much shorter. Um, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. And it's only, what, 13 episodes, so I don't want to watch it. Oh, you've been watching... Oh, yeah. I don't... No, it's all right. It's all right. Um, been playing the Fate Muso still. That one's actually kind of fun. That's actually part of why I've been watching the rest of the show, is because it's the same uh, I've I've but noticed yeah. that the uh, go. I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I noticed that the fates tend to struggle outside of the two. Um, what studio made um, the, the really good ones? Uh, it starts the UFO table. Yeah, UFO table. Um, outside of the UFO table ones, the fate series typically struggle. To... Yeah, some of the even some of the ones that are adapting that same story are not as good. As mm-hmm. Yeah, but go ahead. Sorry. Um, let's see. Played some of that. Uh, played a bit of the Capcom Beat 'Em Up Bundle. <laughs> yeah, me and Dustin played that. <laughs> uh, that's actually fun. Played some Final Fight. Yeah, it's um, it's actually really fun. Yeah. Um, oh, we've gotten the news that Streets of Rage Four is out, right? Yes. So, full disclosure. Full full disclosure. Me and Dustin both have it now on our switches. Uh, we are going to play it later. Um, Streets of Rage Four looks glorious, and from everything I've heard, it is a very good beat 'em up game to play with some friends. Um, and you can play it online, unlike. I'm not going to let <sighs> River City <laughs> Girls, City Girls live this it, it really upsets me because I love River City Girls. I love the aesthetic. I love the story. I love the characters. And I do plan to finish it and beat it because I have an exclusive copy, physical edition, and it's great. That being said, fucking, like, the developers of that fucking game need to just make it online co-op. Like, why wouldn't you? Um, but, yeah, Streets of Rage 4 is online co-op. I think it's two player so far it would be great if there's like a three or a four player um a lot of the characters are grown up they added some new characters like this black girl named cherry she has like some red dreads and she has a guitar she's like a skater look um i'll be playing as her because i heard that she's a rushed down beat up character even though i typically don't like to play the the new characters that they add in um randomly but the gameplay looks good. It looks crisp. You can unlock all the fucking characters through the gameplay. I just want that to be stated. Um, it's been almost, it's been almost 20 years. Don't quote me on this, but I think it's almost been 20 years, if not more, since the last Streets of Rage proper sequel came out. It's been something like that. Um, so this is really big news. The game looks glorious. It looks delicious. The artwork is great. And then you can unlock old characters in their their like ancient bit glory. And one of the cool things, I'm sure people who have either looked at the um, the 
I looked I looked at the Kotaku review and I looked at Jim Sterling's review of the game and um or at least his impressions of the game and they both talk about the cool ways of like you can incorporate um old characters that look literally like they do in the original thing and they can play in the new one showing how well designed this game is um and there's no changes in their their fight their fighting abilities so really looking forward to it um very excited to play it um dustin technically talked me into it but i like a good beat em up so i'm actually really excited to play it. um but yeah Go ahead, Dustin. I um, Red Storm Demon Slayer. So I'm being kind of weird with that series because oh. the Shonen Jump app is releasing it in like chunks. Don't spoil it. Yeah, and so I won't spoil it, but I read another chunk of it. Um, I really like that series. It's not like the best thing I've ever read, but it's enjoyable. I really liked it initially. I think I have to get, ruined it for you. Yeah, I think I have to get over the um, the hype around it. Because I'm enjoying it. Because I got Dustin like into it. it, funny enough. Yeah. I actually originally read it and was like, I don't know about this. It's yeah. Like, and I got it. And then it's I got me watching some episodes of the anime. And I'm like, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read it and loved it. Then I watched the anime. But then, like what Dustin is saying, the app releases them in chunks. So I, I had to wait like a couple of months before they released more chunks. And by that time, I had moved on. Like, I couldn't keep going in. But yeah. I think so. it's a move to get people to buy more volumes. Yeah. Um, because they do sell a lot of volumes, but it's a really good anime, um, um, in a manga. And I suggest it's good to get people in. I think the thing I like about it is that it has a lot of like old things from like nineties and like two thousands and even eighties anime and manga. Mm-hmm. And they put a like new two thousand or like late two thousand spin to it. So it's very good at intersecting. Like old and new stuff, um, but that's cool. Nice. What else you got? Guilty Gear collaboration is back in Epic Seven. So <laughs> trying to get Biken busy. What well, is it? Biken's the only one available right now. <laughs> but they're also bringing Elfelt, who is not there. Okay, I love Biken. She's cool. She has one she's arm and one eye. <laughs> she is a person with a disability who very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count if she's an anime samurai. It's the true. more disabilities have, they have, freaking blind and not, and not, it doesn't hurt you at all. The more, the more disabilities they have, the stronger they are. <laughs> it just multiplies your power. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, like Daredevil with his ability to see, mm-hmm. and that he's blind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's about everything that I've got right now. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Playing, playing some Muso. It's, it's good stress release. Because you can just sit there and play Muso games. Yeah, you can just and smash. Just not think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> smash the button and they die. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. Arnold, you go ahead and I'll close out. Uh, I've been playing some... Trying to get back to TFT. I stopped playing it for a while. Um, but I sort of I'm trying to get back into it. I'm also I'm also playing the new XCOM game, and I'm going to have to restart my campaign. Why is that? I'm three missions in, and someone's already died. Ah, uh, okay. You're not gonna Iron Man it. You're not gonna be a. You ain't gonna get good at. Uh, okay. Uh, that is the Iron Man. I, all my campaigns are Iron Man, but 
I'm gonna just just so you know, I can't load a save. I'm gonna just restart a campaign. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because man, I my problem is that I'm trying to play it like normal XCOM, and I'm forgetting there's a fucking wait for each character. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna move my alien, then I'm gonna move the snake lady. Oh wait, the robot is gonna move before the snake lady. I fucked up. I love games like that. I yeah, love games like that. And I got I got my alien killed. <laughs> It sounds like sci-fi Fire Emblem, and I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. I I like the setting of it because instead of like because like I said before, it's like um, you're human after XCOM two, where XCOM beat the elders, all the aliens and the humans that are left on the the planet mm-hmm. are trying to live peacefully, but obviously there's people like no XCOM got weak or the we need to bring back uh, Advent, mm-hmm. and Chimera Squad is like basically the SWAT team. That goes around the city. Yeah. Trying to stop stuff. Yeah. That I typically don't like. I like my anime-esque stuff when it comes to these types of games. But I do like the style of game that's coming in for um, XCOM. I like that stuff. I probably will be getting it again if it comes to Switch. It's, it's, I feel like it's actually a really good game for that, actually. There's, there's very few games I'm discovering that are not made for the Switch. <laughs> Um, I'll be getting Disco Elysium myself when it um, comes to the Switch. Um, that game is like playing a tabletop game where you're a drunken cop in the future. Yeah. So, in by that I literally mean the game is so there's so many options and so many responses. It's like you're you have a DM in your game. So I'm very excited for that. Very excited. It's a very underappreciated game that no one has really talked about except weirdos like Jim Sterling and stuff but like clearly but like I actually don't know anything about this game oh wow okay so it's really good um it's gotten a couple of awards it again it's in that same category as I will put the Walking Dead video game a game that gets a lot of awards for its artistry its dialogue and its story but because the gameplay is not action heavy are that the game has consequences to your actions, people don't play them. Um, because I think gamers as a whole don't like consequences to their actions. I think you want to have that no, power. What do you mean? People want that power fantasy. And I think, actually, even my girlfriend has observed this, because I was talking to her the other day about why people don't like the Walking Dead games, That even though I tell them to play them. She was like, people don't like a game where they have to make a choice, and then something bad can happen from that choice. She's right. You mean people don't want consequences? People don't actions? like consequences. They like to redo stuff in a video game, and they want to be like, that's not what I wanted. Um, that's probably why there's no karma system in Fallout 4. Yeah, yeah. There's only, here's my asshole answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, Arnold, but I, I don't attend you there. What else you got? Um, that's honestly it. I haven't, um, I've been trying to... I started playing XCOM 2 again, but I've just added a fuck ton of mods just to make it difficult for me. Okay. Okay. I've, um, my favorite one is Make um, make a Better Advent, which is basically all the enemy AIs. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you remember, James, but like the AI in the normal XCOM games are kind of like funky. Like yeah. You yourself, like, okay, I can always like flank, outflank them most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but um, this fixes most of that AI bad behavior and, and like... Now, you, since you're always the one, unless, like, certain missions, like, concealment, um, the enemy is always going to try to outflank you, hmm. no matter what. It's, it makes the AI real good. 
I love this mud. I would hate that because <laughs> I, I don't I don't enjoy the difficulty in XCOM as much as I like the difficulty in other games. Mm-hmm. Um, but that still does sound good. That's cool. Okay. Um, well, I'll close out um, as far as our patch notes goes. Um, all serious now for this one in particular. I have been talking about The Walking Dead throughout this episode. There's a reason. I recently purchased The Walking Dead, the final season, um, last week. And I did it because I found it was on sale. And I have been holding off for the longest time because Telltale was one of my favorite gaming companies at the time. And they have been making a lot of mistakes. And as you all know, they went kaput and the rights for several games went away. Um... The Walking Dead went to Skybound and everything like that. And I felt iffy because I was like, why should I support a company that treated its workers poorly? Um, even though, like, they start off really well. They start off really good. And they actually tackle multicultural issues and stuff like that in their games. Um, unlike Ubisoft claims to. And um, I was one of the first people to play... The Walking Dead, the original Telltale game, when it first came out in my friends group. And I remember falling in love with that game. Um, And, like, I really genuinely mean that I loved every character in that game. And I came really attached to the little girl Clementine at the time, the nine-year-old in the game. And little did I know that she was going to become the main character... For the rest of the games in that series, outside of some strange things that happened in part three or season three and um, um, some of the like Michonne side quest that comes with the game. And so I had played as Clementine at nine. I think she's around like 11 or something in the second season. She's around 14 or something in season three and she's like 16 um 17 in the final season and so i literally watched this character grow up and experience a lot of tragedy and god-awful shit she's she's led like raids on encampments she's like had to fight a dog over beans um it sounds funnier than what it was that, that did sound um, funny. It, it, it was an actual traumatic experience. I've helped her take um, a, a bullet out of her arm at the age of 11 in a wow. shack by herself in the rain. Um, I've watched her lose her finger. Um, um, Clementine has gone through some shit. And my... Girlfriend likes to make a joke about her being my digital daughter. And <laughs> I fully agree with this. Um, she is my favorite video game character of all time. Um, I, I love this character. And the reason I say all this is because I played the finale. And it is the best finale of anything I've ever done. Like, Red Watch like played it it does the best you can do in a walking dead universe without being too stupid um and being too kitty and playing the ending to that game i cried for about an hour and it was it was to the degree that i had played it i finished the game early in the morning 
Thursday. And my Thursday or Wednesday, and my girlfriend had woken up and she heard me crying. And so she came in to check on me. And um like I had to like let her know why I was crying and everything like that. I'm not gonna say what happens because it will spoil the game. Um It is an experience to play every single game in the Walking Dead Telltale series. And you can find it for dirt cheap. Like you can get the first game, I think, for almost $4 um, from many different outlets. Um, if you need a good one, there's a website called Is There Any Deal? Where you can type in the video game you're looking for online and it'll t- find the games for cheap. Um, I highly recommend everyone plays it. This is a, not a comparative of the last of us anymore at this point this is just as a genuine lover of video games and storytelling genuinely you'll enjoy there's funny moments if you're from the south get ready to laugh your ass off because there's a (laughs) bunch of southern things in there there's one point where clementine makes a joke that was hilarious because there's a character you meet later on who has a southern accent and the clementine who doesn't have a very strong accent um mimics that person's accent so this southern twain comes out of clementine's voice which is hilarious um clementine is from savannah georgia um no she's not from savannah georgia but she is from georgia you go to savannah later on but um it is an amazing story of an amazing character and you get to see a little girl grow into a woman um in such an amazing way like Real talk, it is worth it. Um, and it makes me angry that Telltale is gone because of that. It did storytelling in a way that you feel for these characters. And from what I've seen, I've read some stuff and forms and stuff. People go through depression after finishing the series. Wow. Um, legit depression. And not in the way that like um, it's self-harm, but it's because it's over. Or that it's done. Right. Or that... There's so much tragedy and stuff through the game, but it's also like this hope and light in the game. And it's worth every penny you spend. Again, you can probably play the entire series for less than $25. Um, Like it's because every game goes on sale and they're all old at this point. I got this one, the final season for $6 off um, Fanatical or something like that. It's a gaming website that sells keys for Steam. It's a legit one. Don't worry. Um, it is. But, like, um, I highly recommend it. Um, and I recommend you play it without ever looking up what happens to your consequences. Um, it's, well, you can go back and play it again later. You, you can go back and play it again later. And that's what a lot of people have been wanting to do. And I've been thinking about doing it. Because you have to understand, I played these games as they came out. So there had been years between each game for me. Um, but yeah, so I finished that and I just wanted to have this moment to tell people genuinely, all jokes aside, all me bitching about, you know, um, this and that and one of this. It is genuinely at this moment in my head and in my heart as a gamer, my favorite video game series with my favorite main character, Clementine is a badass. I want that hat. Um, but <laughs> so outside of that, going on more of a lines of storytelling and stuff, I've been reading more of Tower of God 
that is the webtoon comic, the manhwa that my friend Sarah got me into. Um, and I've been reading it. It's really enjoyable. It is crazy surface level in many ways. Like I can see all the threads and where they're going to lead and this and that. But that does that. That's not a detriment to it. This feels like a nerd who wants to write a story that they love based off of stuff that they like. And it feels, it feels like one, there's too many characters, like too many characters to keep up with. That sounds familiar, like some other series I've read. Yeah, um, too many characters. They have too many, um, all the exposition is explained in normal conversational ways in a way that you get the information at a is at a drip pace which technically is good because a lot of people complain about exposition and stuff so you get it drip fed to you um you have i'm getting into their their power system so it's known as shinsu um it's basically chakra or nin whatever you want to call it. it actually functions more like nin and now they're getting into their classes so the, it's set up almost like they're in a dungeon and they each have a role. So you got like the healers, you have the scouts. They're not called healers. You have um, a class called the fishermen, which are really interesting. They're actually like fighters that are supposed to lure and bring in enemies and stuff. Um, you have the spearmen who seems to be the actual physical fighters. They have the wave controllers, which are your mages. They have yada. Um, it's really interesting and it feels so much like Hunter Hunter mixed with a ruby like i said before it feels it's like they took the characters of ruby and put them in a hunter hunter style universe and it is it is charming and it is fun um i can pick it apart all day trust me there there's a lot of flaws in it but in spite of those flaws i recommend people read it for an enjoyable very very nice shonen-esque romp like it's a very shonen type thing to the degree that the main character bam in a life or death situations and life life or death situation has awakened the shinsu in a way that no one predicted um it sounds so anime it's so anime um bam is the worst part of the story hands down (laughs) i um he is garbage i hate bam I, I will probably never like Bam, even if his character develops. Um, that being said, everyone else is really good. Um, he has a friend, I forget his name, but he's basically Kiloa from Hunter x Hunter. Um, Rock or Rack, I forget, but he is the alligator man. He is fucking hilarious. He is, he is this overly sized alligator with a big red cape and a red spear that all he wants to do is hunt. And he calls every non like reptilian humanoid a turtle so he goes like he's like what are you turtles doing turtles get out my way i'm angry at you turtles um it's really good um a lot of the characters i enjoy are like the lizard girl there's a green lizard girl she's like overpowered oh i was gonna say this it does have one problem that a lot of um Original creators of materials do. I have been a victim of doing this. Um, and I think every person who writes something does this, particularly in fantasy and science fiction. There's too many overpowered characters. There's too many smirks 
and landing on one toe and drifting off and being so fast and being more powerful. There's a lot of that. Um, and it sounds like I'm nitpicking and I kind of am, but I recommend everyone read it. Um, again, it's on Webtoons. It's pretty fun. There's a lot of flaws to it, but it's a genuine work of art and a lot of, you can tell this person has put a lot of care and love into it. And I cannot berate anyone that does that. Um, very worth the read. Um, outside of that, been watching Lupin the Third, actually. Been going old school. And by Lupin the Third, I've been watching the original 1970s one. So I went all the way back. Very old. Didn't know this, Dustin. Apparently, Lupin is much like JoJo and is in parts. So ah. there's a part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. And I did not know that. Um, Lupin is, if, for those of you who don't know, Lupin is one of the granddaddies of like modern day anime. It is a, it's a seinen, by the way. It's not a shonen, which a lot of people made mistake because there's a lot of comedy in it. Um, it's a seinen about Lupin who is supposedly the third generation born of the very famous French thief Lupin. That's why his name is Lupin. It means wolf. And he is um, with a ragtag group of people where they basically go on escapades and try to steal and rob and outsmart other criminals and stuff like that. And he's always being chased down by Zenigata, who is an inspector of Japan who's in and works with Interpol trying to catch him. Um, very funny series. Wow. Um, <laughs> Sorry, just to interrupt. Huh? My, my parents were watching a movie. That was basically that. There was like this... It was, a, it was like this Chinese guy in this group going around seeing stuff all over the world and there's like a French investigator that goes around trying to take him down. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was because, okay, here's the thing that's important about Lupin is that it inspired Cowboy Bebop, my favorite anime of all time. And if you look at them, it is. And Lupin is a work of art. Um, People underestimate Lupin because of the comedy. But a lot of people don't know this one Lupin after episode 10 for at least two to three parts was directed by how, 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 oh my god, Miyazaki. I'm not going to butcher his first name. How <laughs> um, <laughs> Miyazaki, like, I was like, I was like, how? Um, Miyazaki, the creator of Spirit of the Way, Princess Mononoke, um, Nausicaa, all that stuff, is one of the original directors and artists for the anime in one of the movies. And that's where a lot of that comedy comes from. He stopped eventually because he's gone on record saying how. Um, he had no more ideas for Lupin, and so he decided not to do it, which I highly respect Miyazaki because a lot of people don't do that. Um, and he decided to give it over to other people. But, um, Lupin the Third is really good if you're looking at wanting to look at some influences for seinen manga and anime. Um, you're looking, it's basically anime for like 18 year olds and up, it's just big boy shonen. Um, and it is highly, it's really good. Um, 
earlier stuff in Lupin, though, take in note that this was originally started in the 70s. There's a lot of, like, sexual aggression for Lupin. Um, given Fuji- Fumiko. Who's- oh, I was going to say Fujiko. Um, Fujiko, who is his love interest. Now, when I say sexual harassment when it comes to Fujiko is a little bit different because Fujiko typically gets the upper hand on Lupin all the time. Um, he tries to make advances on her, but she usually either beats the shit out of him or she she tends to lure his stupid male needs and get what she wants out of him. She is yep. actually the worst person in the story. Yep. <laughs> but... Um, um, it's done in a very good way, and the anime gets rid of a lot of that sexual assault, like a good a lot of it. Um, the manga does not. Um, you could almost interpret in the manga that Lupin is like a rapist in some parts. Um, that is why I recommend the anime version of this. It's much different. Um, Fujiko is a badass. Um, Jigen is awesome. He's like the the pistol guy, and then Goemon is the samurai. And later on, in later 2000s, they have the story of Fujiko, um, like, by herself and how things happen and why she is how she is. And they have Goemon in a Jigen movie as well, which are very violent. Very violent. Like, Lupin's already violent. People get shot and killed and blowed up all the time. <laughs> like, the, like all, and Lupin does it. That's why it's a scene. And Lupin is not a good person. He's just a, a nice thief. Um, and, um, the Jigen and the Goemon animes, I've seen some clips and I'm going to watch them proper once I've caught up to it, but Jigen like cuts the shit out of people. Jigen's a samurai by the way. Um, he's trained in the assassin martial arts. Um, and he destroys some dudes, like just blood everywhere. Um, but yeah, Lupin is really good. And even if you don't want to like watch the anime, which I think you're robbing yourself of some good times, um, just look at the movies. The movies are worth it. They're so well done. Um, but yeah, I will, I'll actually close off from there because I'm going to start watching Gintama soon. And I'm playing Tales of Vesperia, but I haven't gotten either into them enough to speak much on. But Gintama is a... It's its actually kind of like a mix of Lupin, Veroni Kenshin, and Cowboy Bebop. Um, it is one of the most popular anime in Japan. And it makes a lot of references to other anime in it. Um, like a lot. There's even parts where they're like, oh my goodness, I need a scouter so I can check out this guy's power level. <laughs> um, it's very funny. It's very funny. And um, it's actually a lot of people have wanted me to get into it because they say that the action ramps up hugely um, after season one. And I will. But like I said, it's a comedy at first. So it's kind of rough to get through. Um, right. If you're not looking for it. But it's it's worth it from what I hear. And I, I think I'm going to give it a shot. Um, so yeah, well, that's it for patch notes. How about we get into our key item?
key item for today is a filler episode. So, we're going to talk about everything that has nothing to do with filler episodes. And then we're going to close out. I'm just kidding. Um, This was actually a topic given to me by my friend Sheena about filler anime. She didn't really give a specification. She just wanted us to talk about filler anime. So I kind of made one myself. And the more I thought about it, the more interested I became. Because a lot of the times people have told me of why they don't like a certain anime. Is that it has filler in it. Uh, Mostly with Dragon Ball Z. That's actually what... That's the prime target, people say, for filler anime. Which is ironic. Which is ironic, and you'll see why in just a moment. I, I wrote down a lot of information. Um, blind on that since I'm reading it. Yeah, since you read the manga, there's like no filler. But for those of you who don't know what filler is properly, I will explain. Filler is typically in anime form. Typically. I've actually been reading some manga lately that's like, this is fucking filler. Um, but... Typically in anime form, and the reason filler is produced is because when most anime, when most manga become popular enough, a studio decides to make an anime, an, an animated feature, an animated show, or whatever about it. And they typically do this after there's been at least 10 chapters of the manga, so enough to usually fill up a volume. Um, and because of that, because anime can put in more things and make them move faster, you know, just by the product of animation itself, the anime can catch up to the manga a lot faster than the manga can get ahead of the anime. Because usually there's a smaller team for the manga, and the manga, it may take several chapters to do one fight, where it will take one episode to do one fight. And if the manga is being released once a week and the anime is being released once a week you can see how that can catch up real fast so filler literally is filling up the space before the next significant story arc has happened in the the manga proper um and that's why you get filler that doesn't connect at all with the story um in your anime and stuff like that so now that we kind of got that out out of the way about filler I kind of want to know you guys' opinion of filler first before we get into all the fun stuff and everything like that. Uh, I don't typically enjoy filler. Um, there are some like I've, there's only one anime that I've enjoyed filler, which was really? One Piece. Mm-hmm. One Piece. I don't. I, I don't. I haven't talked to you about it. and You don't remember it because I guess it was not great, but. Uh, the one filler one was when they're crossing an ice area on their way to the border, and they're the the, base, the main villain on the of the episode is like a magma dude, but the whole time Mizuno's drinking with them because he got lost somehow. I, th- huh? I don't know. If I remember that one. Yeah, he was drinking with them while his fr- his like family was hunting down all of the pirate crew. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if I remember that one. That filler. Um, um, go ahead. But in general, I don't really... I mean, like like before, though. like The, and the anime usually has a big team. The manga has a small team. So obviously there's going to be like a... Hey, I'm going to need you to give us more stories so we can animate this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in general, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. 
What about you, Dustin? So, I think good filler is hard to distinguish from the actual series. If you Completely not read the original, mm-hmm. Because they just kind of flow into each other so well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that we talked about filler not having any sort of impact. Because of the nature of filler, like, when other stuff comes along, it's usually just, like, the filler is forgotten about and never mentioned again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny when it's, and we say, oh, that's so weird. That makes, that's part of what makes filler bad. But there's a few times where they don't do that, like Bleach, for example. And it makes it worse in some ways <laughs> because it feels very forced. It's like the filler never went around, never went away. And it's just always filler. Now. Are you referring to the little doll people? Yes. Yeah, I know exactly what Dustin was referring to. So do you want to explain it, Dustin? So in Bleach, there's an arc. I think it's after Soul Society, mm-hmm. but before Waco Mundo. It's the Bonto yeah. arc. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, with the bounce, the Bontos, um, and they're like all like Cone, the little teddy bear that has the the spirit candy in him that gives him that brings him to life. Mm-hmm. And they introduce more of those, and they never go away. Yeah. So to give some more um, 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 exposition to that, what Dustin is saying is that Cone is a like lion-esque bear toy that's alive and talks. And the only reason he's alive and talks is because a, a model soul is in it. So it's a soul that people can use, particularly Shinigami. When they have a physical form, they pop it in their mouth like a gumball and their spirit leaves. And then a replacement spirit comes in so that their body's not lying there on the floor and they can move around. Right. Well, Cone is a bit of a like unruly one. He actually has like a really cool like strength. Like he has really strong legs and they yeah. never talk about it ever again. <laughs> um, but Cone is supposed to be really fast and really like powerful. Um, well, eventually Cone becomes the mascot of um, Bleach. And so he goes into the bear and he stays in there almost the entire series. And what Dustin is referring to is they reintroduced three other ones that are like little dolls in the the filler arc. And then they never, they are still there when the main story progresses back in. So there's little comedy scenes and shit that could be used for anything else that are tailored to those, those characters. So Dustin is completely right there. Uh, My personal opinion on filler is about the same as Dustin. You make a good filler, I won't know it. Like, that's pretty much how it is. Or, you'll make a good filler and I'll know it and I'll go, I'll finish. I'll finish this. I understand. This is okay. Yeah. I see what you did there. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I would argue that filler works best when you're new to anime in general. And you're young or you're new to a series and you don't want to read the manga because then you can't tell. But if you have been watching anime for as long as me and Dustin... As soon as a filler art comes, you don't even have to have read that manga. You'll know it. You'll know it. Um, can you guys name some traits? And people will know this is a three stars. Some traits of what a filler has in it. Bad writing. Well, yes, that's a catch-all. But yes, bad writing. <laughs> um, bad writing. Okay, so um, one thing is weird power-ups that don't mm. really make sense. And don't uh-huh. appear again. There we go. Yep, 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 yep. Like, you know, it's funny though. On that note, is that we had that with Dragon Ball, where we had like Goku using, I think, Kaioken at the same time he was Super Saiyan. Yes. And then later in the series, they're like, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then later in the series, they're like, actually, never mind. You can do that when you're Super Saiyan God. 
I would even say going further than that, what Dustin was saying is that weird powers in general, like yeah. powers that go outside of and and you know it's anime. Everybody, everyone got weird powers, but there's a power system in place. Something that we'll discuss at some greater length of time later on. But a power system essentially in an anime is how people attack. So there's a logic. There's like an internal logic to how powers work in the series. Yeah. So there's the Nin system, which in Hunter Hunter is where you take basically your energy force and you are attuned to a certain way to use your energy force. So let's say an emitter has the ability to shoot fireballs um, or an enhancer can strengthen their physical form, you know, stuff like that. And that's how you channel your energy and how you do combat in the world. Dragon Ball, it's your key. Um, Kamehameha's, Super Saiyan, Spirit Bomb, stuff like that. Um, Naruto, it's your chakra. You know, they they go at length throughout Naruto, like explaining how chakra works. Um, and the chakra system is actually kind of cool. Um, it's not men level sophisticated, but it's pretty cool. And so... You get all these different power systems and you know how they work. Um, but what Dustin and me are alluding to is that when you get a filler arc, the power system then just goes haywire. Or they introduce something that is never mentioned again or is weird. Um, Naruto does a lot of that when it comes to like mixing in elements that wouldn't make sense to mix. And someone has the Kikai Genkai ability or um, the, the blood abilities. That Man, don't make Naruto sense. Naruto especially. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to Naruto in just a moment. Um, um, but they have a lot of random ninja that pop up that are somehow more powerful. Or, I take that back. They're not as powerful as the previous main villain of the last arc. But they somehow have the ability to suppress or negate the advances that the main characters have accomplished in the last arc, and or, oh, go ahead, Dustin. Oh, go ahead. Or go ahead. alternative, we ha- alternatively, there's some sort of plot device that means that the main characters don't have access to what they just accomplished in the last arc. So yes. maybe, for example, like a character, uh, the, the filler villain comes in, and the character is still like recovering from their mm-hmm. last fight, and so they yeah, it. or yeah. such and such is not there because they're um, doing something. <laughs> and so we've got somebody else like the the secondary characters have to fight them or something. Yeah. It's something in a way where your your viewer cannot sit there and go, why isn't this person just doing this? Um Bleach is the worst at this, I say even worse than Naruto, because with Naruto it's usually like, oh, he, he can't perform it that well because he's not in a stressful situation or he's depleted his chakra from the last battle or something. In Bleach, they will straight up go, Ichigo, you've lost your powers. <laughs> they will just straight up look you dead in the not, face. Not even a, not even a, yeah. they, they will look you dead in the eye as they rob you. <laughs> and then you will ask them, why did they do that? And they will say, we did nothing. Um, Bleach is notorious for that. They have taken Ichigo's powers at least three times. Um, and there's some arc, there's the there's arcs in Bleach where it's an actual arc, and it feels like really. Yeah, yeah, because that's all their like what they have. 
Um, One Piece, the reason I think One Piece has pretty decent filler is because of the whole travel aspect of One Piece. So them literally going to a random island could actually be canon because they would have to stop at some point. Like, you know, and... it, that the whole the whole series is about traveling traveling to random places. Yeah, so it's it's always you know some different things. But I was going to say, um, excuse me, um, that oh excuse me that there are some interesting things I discovered while looking at filler, and so I want to give you guys the criteria that I did for filler. Okay. So I looked up the fill I looked up the anime, then I looked at when it was aired. So I looked at how long it went out and everything like that. Then I looked at its total episodes. Then I looked at its total of filler episodes. And then I looked at the percentage of that per that anime. The Be- filler content. The filler percentage. Yeah. And so the thing about that is that some of the anime people complain the most about having filler um, don't have that much. And it just shows to me really? how much it's yeah it shows how much people ignore anime and don't look at it. But here's something else I found interesting. There's some anime, anime that actually me and Dustin love that are majority filler. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna say some ones, and you guys just tell me in a ballpark how much you think it is. Okay. No cheating here. Dragon Ball yeah percentage. Okay. Dragon Ball Z um, started. Oh, sorry. Are you gonna Are you gonna name them all? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do them all. So I'm gonna say Dragon Ball Z, April fourth, nineteen eighty nine. Um, ended January thirty first, nineteen ninety six. Out of its two hundred and ninety one episodes, how much is that as filler? A lot of people have told me back in like high school half of it, so I'm gonna say fifty. Fifty, okay. Dustin. I'm gonna say that all those episodes. Wow, I would argue that that one's even more than fifty. I'd say like sixty percent. Dragon Ball Z has a percentage of filler of fourteen percent. What? Fourteen percent. Forty-two episodes. Of Dragon Ball's 291 are filler. Which to me... But we're also counting like not not where we've inflated something from the manga into a longer episode. But just content no, we're just we're manga. just looking at content not in the manga. Oh yeah. The, yeah. In that case, yeah, it's a much smaller percentage. And, and I think that's an interesting point that Dustin said. So... Actually, we'll come back to it because you raise a very good point that I think we should talk about. Naruto, just Naruto. We're not counting Shippuden here. We're gonna we're gonna be nice and separate them, even though the story of Naruto follows all of it. But we're gonna just do Naruto. Naruto came out in October um, October thirteenth, two thousand and two. I was 13, I know, because I remember reading the manga earlier that year in middle school in the lunchroom. Um, To February 8th, 2007. I was 18. Out of the total 20... No, sorry, not 20. 220 episodes. 
How much? What's the percentage of filler for that? I'll guess first. I'm going to say 25, 27%. I'm going to be really weird. Okay, 27%. Arnold. I'm going to say about 30%. Naruto the anime is 41% filler. Out of its 220 episodes, it is 90 episodes of filler. And I know that's true because I remember watching Naruto after Sasuke leaves and thinking what I was watching was canon and going, why aren't they looking for Sasuke? Yep. There's a lot. See, when you said that initially, I thought, I remember with Naruto, there was a ton of filler after Sasuke left while Mm -hmm. they waited for Shippuden to get started. There was so much filler. There was enough to do an entire like anime, like an entire short anime. Like, not not one, I mean like three. Sorry. Like, a lot. Okay, so, Shippuden. Now, keep that in mind. Shippuden, February 15th, 2007 to March um, 23rd, 2017. That's a long-ass time. Um, out of its 500 episodes, how much is filler? It's all filler. No, it's not all filler. <laughs> it's all bad. It is kind of all right. My, my my number is ninety four percent. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's actually only three chances. Just like ten episodes of story. Yep. So right. for that one, mm-hmm. hmm. I want to say it's actually lower compared to the original. I say it's like thirty. Okay, right, for real, I'm gonna keep it at forty. Forty. Arnold got it on the dot. It is oh. forty. It is one percent less. Uh, well, I was right. I you were right too. It is lower, technically. <laughs> I'm um, sure there's probably a ton of stuff in that freaking Shinobi War. Yes. Cover in the manga that they're like, hey, you know what? We got all these characters floating around. Let's just make a lot of chapters or a lot of episodes about people fighting Shinobi. Uh huh. Okay. And also, the Tailed Beast, I guess, probably got their own episodes. Oh, oh, fuck yeah, they did. I, I know this for certain. Um, all right. Bleach. October 5th, 2004 to March 27, 2012. Out of its 366 episodes, how many? And what's the percent that was filler? 60. You told me after season one of Tall Pads. I'm going to say 60. Okay. Dustin. So this one is different because let me give some logic. Naruto had a bunch of like small stories from what I recall. Mm-hmm. Bleach seemed to have more arcs. In yeah. Like, Mounts, and we had the one with the weird like people fighting their son Pakito. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm going to say like 35. Bleach has 45% wow. of it. It is 163 episodes of filler that's a lot it's a lot a lot a lot all right here's here's the fun one because dragon ball was dragon ball z was the first one that everyone claims there's so much filler there's nothing in there one piece october 20th 1999 to current date a total of 932 ongoing episodes. Friggin' one piece. <laughs> How much of that is filler? 
So ten percent. It's all good. <laughs> so that the funny thing good, with One Piece is it's so long. The right. Percentage of saturation, of filler saturation. Uh huh. So concentration's going down. This is just the anime chemistry here. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> I'm say like fifteen percent. You and Arnold are within the ballpark. Arnold's the closest. It is eleven percent. Oh my god. 11% of One Piece is filler. So I want everyone to take in how much work that bitch puts out. That 11%, his original story only required 11%. And it in in the One Piece, that's a small percent. It's it's a bigger number than a couple of the other ones that we mentioned. It's bigger than Dragon yeah, Ball, and it's bigger than the original Naruto. But it's actually yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going oh. to say, there's so many episodes. I'm sure some of those filler arcs are longer than some series. So I was going to say, actually, it's not that many in comparison because it's still smaller than Naruto Shippuden and Bleach by a significant wow. amount. It's 103. Wow. So Naruto has 200 and Naruto Shippuden has 202. And Bleach has. To work on these rookie numbers. <laughs> and Bleach has 163. One Piece, even though it's longest sin, only has 103 out of 932. Given the Skypea arc is long as fuck. Uh, <laughs> it's not filler. Though, right? But it ain't filler. It's all there. It's just, it's just, yeah. I highly recommend if you watch One Piece to please just read the manga version of Skypea or watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's so not. It is. It's not great. It feels it feels like a filler. It does. I will say this: some of the best humor is in Skypea, but and the last fight is in the last fight is amazing. It's really funny too because it's the first fight where Luffy. I'm not going to say anything because it spoils it, but it's It's, really funny. It's very shonen. It's very shonen, but in in such a One Piece way. Like, it's so, like, you're like, this makes perfect sense. And it's so funny. And it's so great that I get... It's a very good payoff. Um, Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. You don't have to guess this one. Because we we all know that Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood covered most of the manga anyway. It actually only has 1%. Yeah, like that one episode at the beginning is filler. And then the rest of the series. It's the one at the beginning. Actually, only... Half of the beginning is filler, yeah. and then there's one other episode. So just one one percent. Um, Hunter. You know what the other one episode is. Uh, I'll look it up in a bit. Um, Hunter Hunter is actually only two percent. Once again, you telling me that whole Ant Arc is not filler? I would think not. <laughs> the Ant Arc is very significant. Now the Ant Arc is crazy. But it's not filler. Yeah, fuck them ass, dude. Oh, yeah, I hate the ants. Funny enough, maybe because it's new, but Boku no Hero Academia only has 5% mm. of filler. Given a lot of episodes in the manga feel like filler. Um, <laughs> Dustin, these last two are going to blow your mind. I'm not even going to ask you to guess. Outlaw Star... Is sixty two percent filler. I could believe that. I, that series was pretty yeah, short. It was very short, but that's the part that's really weird that it's filler. Um, it's very sad. Outlaw Star, by the way, everybody, and this makes a lot of sense. Why Outlaw Star is 
62%. It was it was made and finished in the same year. So the entire anime started in 1998 and ended in 1998. And they never made another one. Now that's an anime I wouldn't mind getting remade. Um, Trigun. 65%. I could see that. Trigun's a series that seems to have a lot of episodes that it's just like... And then Vash goes to another town, and this town has nothing to do with It's very episodic, but that isn't the design of Trigun, and so that's the problem. Um, and I think a, a lot of people, this should be clarified, episodic anime does not count as filler. Because that is the point of the anime, is to have little vignettes of what happens. Um, there may be more heavier plot points... But you're more so looking in the life of these characters and not exactly exploring a main story of these characters. Um, and then I looked at Gintama for fun. It's only 6%. Um, Gintama is, notor- is notorious because the first two episodes are filler. Like, of the anime. Starting with some filler. Yeah, it's, they start off filler and I think they address it in the anime. I think they're like, this isn't even a main story. Like... <laughs> Um, that's the kind of anime you're getting with Gintama. So, now after having heard all that information, what do you guys think? Like, why is it that a lot of the anime that people complain about having filler are not staying stick with the story? Why is it that people feel they have a lot of filler? Because outside of me and Dustin and you, Arnold, I don't hear a lot of people talk about how Naruto has a lot of filler. They just talk about how great it is, which is fair. It's a, it's pretty good. What do you guys think? Why do people say this? I honestly can't think of a reason why. Like One Piece is so fucking good. I don't understand why a lot of people told me it's just mainly filler. I have a theory. <laughs> I think people, nerds in general, we have a need to like something and we think because we like it it's the only good thing and that if we don't like something or something is intimidating because one piece is intimidating like as far as a lengthy anime and a manga it's intimidating people don't want to consciously invest that much time in it And I use the word consciously because people love to binge stuff for days, weeks, months. And when they lose it, what's the first thing everyone says? Oh, I'll say it. Um, People are usually like, I want more. Why did it end? I hope they continue this. Give me more. I want more, more, more. But when you have more, then you just... You, you just lock up. You're just like, oh my goodness, it's just it's too much. You know, it's that weird thing where I've heard people say, I wish Naruto had gone longer, or I wish there was more of this 24-episode anime. And I'm like, but why? The story's finished. You don't need more. You know? Go find another show. Go find another show. And I do, people do this all the time with me. And it's, all, it's always hilarious because they know what's about to happen. They come to me and they go, I'm looking for new anime. And I go, Okay, tell me what you've seen. And then they go, I've seen da 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 I was like, oh, these are really good. These are really good. I get a taste of what anime they want, what they need, what they crave. So then I say, here's a list of anime you can look at. And they go, oh, okay. But in that list, 
always will be one piece and they will always laugh it off <laughs> and that like that like awkward laugh where it's like ha ha, ha yeah, yeah one piece, okay. one piece yeah i'll get to that and it's like just do it because kind of like what arnold is saying one piece would you say one piece is worth it arnold definitely man okay it's well, really good um and I'd say okay. It's not like I'm just saying okay, everyone. There, Arnold has recommended it. Now do it. Um, but it is. I I feel that it's um. I actually, when James recommended it to me, I had I had the almost same result, same reaction. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll, sure, I'll give it, give it to it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, and that's understandable for a really big anime. But I feel that. If you finished everything else, get into it. And I think people use the word filler because it is the only thing that you can use as a tangible criticism for something that you don't know anything about. If that makes sense. It's kind of like when people say, you you haven't played this video game. How do you know you don't like it? Or you haven't played enough of this video game or something like that. When you can play a video game in 10 minutes and probably know if you don't like it or not. And that may not always be the case. That may not always be the same situation. Yeah. But you can play a video game. If you play a video game and you play for like 30 minutes to an hour and you're not enjoying it, you may not enjoy it. May not enjoy it. Um, But yeah, I think that's why people say that. I think that's why people use filler as a thing because it's a tangible reason. It's like, this anime has so much filler, that's why it's bad. There's no story. And I think people who say that with anime have probably only seen clips or memes of the anime. And I don't. I think sometimes people haven't even seen good examples. Mm-hmm. There are some good filler. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Um, I don't know if, we're, if you if you had a plan for when to talk about good filler or not, James. But, um, oh, we can talk about it now. It's our filler okay. episode. Yeah. Um, so I was going to mention like when I was doing a little research, like previously, not right now. Um, I looked into this a little bit, and apparently there was a One Piece arc, and I watched a. Uh, I actually I barely, barely remember it because it's so early, and so I um, I ran into uh, that arc with the water, Warship Island arc early on in the series, mm-hmm. and it fell. It was like back in two thousand one, so it was really early in the show. And yeah. yeah. It, it was filler, and people were like, "Wait, that was filler." Is it the <laughs> one where they're? So... Is this the one where they're on the ship and they're like trying to like sneak in or sneak out or something like that? Yeah, they're yeah, ship, well, they're like, to sneak like, out the of an island, and they yeah, way to, like, get out. that's a filler arc. That's a really good arc too, actually, because it it happens after Skypia, right? Happens like so. right after. Yeah, it happens right after Skypia. So it feels like a good transition from one point to the next. Huh. I didn't know that was filler. Yeah, it's filler. That is a good example of good filler. Because you can keep um, watching it. Yeah. It, it, and it fits. Like, it doesn't really do anything major because One Piece, you know, as we said, it's actually ironically, despite the limited filler in One Piece. One Piece actually accommodates filler well. Yeah, One Piece accommodates filler very well. Somebody on that island. It's not Bleach where you're in one place, and so uh, if they're gone, you have to explain why they're gone. 
And no one's power is reduced. I think that's a big thing because you can tell something's wrong when your power gets reduced. And not just when you meet someone stronger. Like, it's almost all filler. The, the, the main character's power is reduced as opposed right. to them meeting someone stronger than them. You know? Um, and so, yeah, I would say, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there are good filler. Are Honestly, I think people interpret filler incorrectly. Because one thing I've heard from every single dude that doesn't like Dragon Ball... They're like, I don't like it. He was on Snake Way for too long. I'm like, listen, when you were fucking six years old and you were watching UPN, our Cartoon Network, and they didn't have but five fucking Dragon Ball episodes, so they kept replaying Snake Way, sure, I guess I get it. But he's not on Snake Way that bloody long. Like, he is on Snake Way for a time. It's more than two episodes. But, like, think of the limitations at the time. Also, remember, Dragon Ball Z and how it was produced, they, they, they lengthened out things because of the studios. But it wasn't filler. It had, it had its issues, but it's not filler. And also, again, take into context that you were a kid watching reruns of the same thing because you probably didn't follow anime like, you probably follow it now. Um, and anime was released episode by episode and was when it was translated. So, remember, Dragon Ball Z ended in 1996. We didn't get it properly translated to the degree that we have it now until, like, much later. So, um... I think that's some stuff to take in when it comes to filler episodes and stuff like that. Um, ah, I forgot. You had made a really good point, Dustin, earlier, and I wanted to get back to it, and I forgot about filler. Oh, I think we covered this. Some series being more receptive to filler than others? Then I guess we, we did cover them, but... That is a good last one to kind of close out on that I think is really nice to talk about. When you're saying that filler anime that cater towards filler better are more receptive to filler. And we talked about how One Piece is perfect for it because it's about traveling. So going to a new place is part of its theme. Right. And you know, actually on that note, that's one of the things about Naruto is that Naruto is notorious for having a ton of filler. But... On the other hand, it's weird because Nardo really lends itself well to filler in a way. Mm-hmm. Just because of the nature of it. Because we have all these villages and we don't even see like some of them at all, mm-hmm. basically. Except for maybe like one character from there. And you can tell, I think, to some degree that the staff working on the series were like, Oh, uh, what about the waterfall village? What's that? Like? Let's <laughs> yeah. make up some filler characters. Yeah. That happens a lot. And I think the bigger issue that happens with that is that it would be fine normally, but it conflicts with a lot of things in the main story, such as they're supposed to be only about like five or six main villages where you have the the headband. But like Dustin was saying, they'll make up little tiny villages that have their own little headband. And it's like, that's never addressed ever. 
So then you get these random ninjas and you're kind of like, are, are you part of the Naruto world? Um, <laughs> where did you come from? Where did why you, have we not cared about you? Why do you have... And Naruto tends to then do really dumb things. Like, there, I made a joke earlier. There's an actual ninja ostrich in Naruto. Like, that is an actual arc in Naruto. An ostrich. I want you guys to understand that Naruto is fantasy Japan. Fantasy Asian Japan. Ancient Japan. I was going to say Asian Japan. And that would have been, like, redundant. But, like, (laughs) fantasy ancient Japan. Ostriches don't live in Japan. (laughs) Well, is it ancient, though? There's cars, right? Or are there cars? So there's cars, but look at how they use the technology. It's very limited. No, isn't it just a train in Naruto in the beginning? They have trains. They have a. I think some people. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. It's very much like they basically. And here's the reason I know it's ancient Japan. It would be the only excuse for why these ninjas aren't getting gunned down. (laughs) Like it's the only reason because they introduced like Gatling gun. Yeah. They introduced samurai later <laughs> on. This now. Oh yeah, the <laughs> hey, ga- How many filler arcs? I'm curious about that one. You can look it up. I can look that up. Um, ex- we'll look it up. Excuse this noise if anyone hears it. But I was going to look up Roni Kenshin, but I was like, how many people actually care about Roni Kenshin? Well, um, I, I did, and then you know, I think. Hold up! Here we go. I'm doing some calculations. Okay. Roni Kenshin, it has a hundred episodes. Okay. Uh, Forty of them are fillers, so that would be around forty percent. So around forty percent, yeah, it would be exactly forty percent. What am I even talking about? It's exactly a hundred episodes, so it's forty percent. Yeah. Because it's got kind of the same thing Trigun's got of the roaming, the roaming fighter, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. What about what about my mind? So like I had a good idea in my head, and then it just disappeared. When in one ear, not the other. Say the Inuyasha. Inuyasha, yeah. Going on forever. I know Inuyasha has a lot of filler. Yeah, because that one was notorious. For oh wow! That was another one that lends itself well to filler because you didn't. You never told how many fragments there are of the mm-hmm. Shaitan duel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you can just be like, and in this episode, there's a fragment of the jewel embedded in a koi fish that is now a monster. And because it's also them exploring feudal Japan, yeah, it can lend itself to a lot of that. But I'm looking at it now. It has 193 episodes, and then I found 38 fillers. So huh. about nineteen to twenty percent, actually. That's actually lower. Yeah, that's not too that's bad. Just co- it's just a me. I, I hate to say it, but Inuyasha is just sort of a meandering story. It is. Like. It's very traveling. And I actually finished all of Inuyasha proper, like the anime. It ends on a cliffhanger. So I've always wanted to go back and God, read the all manga. That, all that time, and yet the cliffhanger. They have a final fight with Naraku, and he again gets away. Like, he, it ends with him floating away and then being more positive that they'll be able to defeat him. And I'm like, are you sure about that? So, what you're telling me is we need to promote Naraku in the film. 
<laughs> Naraku deserves to be top tier. <laughs> he's gonna be like he's the yeah, only that villain. guy. That guy's really cool, but he's still lost. Naraku just went off there and <laughs> based off anime standards, Naraku has not been defeated. I'm sure he's been defeated in the manga, but based off anime standards, Naraku has not been defeated. Um, it's it's weird filler. Um, for me, I don't like it. Um, I don't need it. It has no purpose. I personally, at this day and age, much like video games and other stuff, I want you to finish your story and then put out stuff. I can wait. I don't need the anime. I like reading. It keeps my brain working. Um, I also like seeing artwork being done on paper. Um, And I can wait for an anime. Because there's so... Anime... Manga gets so popular nowadays that anime just needs to have one season. And I mean, a manga just needs to have one, like, volumes worth of material, and they're going to make an anime out of it. And I don't need that all the time. Just don't. You just want the story to be told. Yeah, I want it to end. I want it to be done. Much like The Walking Dead. Don't. People have been talking about, I want. The Walking Dead is mostly filler. Oh, yeah. Um,. Technically, Clementine is technically filler, uh, but like um, so Clementine doesn't count. Outbreak. That's a side story. That's a that's a guy. That's a side story. Yeah, the they do introduce characters from the main series. Actually, like Glenn's and yeah, um, Glenn's in there. I the first one, and then they. I don't know if he's a character that's introduced in the comic or in the show, but there's a character named James that's introduced in part five, four of the the video game, and they they made like a big thing about him. Like revealing himself, and they're like, "My name's James." I was like, "Okay, bitch, so is mine." Like, I'm, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> what's so special about you? What's so special about you? We're two generic Jameses. Um, but like, um, but yeah. So that's my closing on um, fillers. Anything you guys want to say about it in closing? Uh, just like James, I also don't enjoy filler unless it's it can like flow real well, like. We keep bringing up One Piece, but One Piece does it really well. Like, you know, it makes sense that the crew gets off an island to maybe, like, look for some food and, like, hilarity ensues. Or, you know, it makes no sense for them to have a straight path to to the... What's the border called? I keep forgetting that they have to cross over. Oh, the Grand Line? The Grand Line. And, like, that's what I talk about. Those are bounty hunters trying to get to them, you know? Why, yeah. why would they have, like, a normal, non, you know non like harmful full trip most of the time there yeah that makes sense yeah what about you dustin so it's weird with filler because when i was younger i of course when it's this i didn't know better i was like oh it's just more of a show that a show that i want to watch you know um but even like years and years ago i feel like forever ago i know filler had kind of a bad reputation to some degree Mm-hmm. Like with Dragon Ball. Oh, that's a filler. Mm-hmm. Especially with certain content that didn't really match up, like kind of Dragon Ball when people back in the, I guess, what was that, the like early 2000s when people were obsessed with power levels, even though they didn't really care about power levels. Yeah. You'd have characters that like showed up in a filler and did something ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. Um, like, no. Go ahead, sorry. And people would get in big arguments about, oh, what about this character? It's like, oh, no, they're a filler character. They don't matter. They don't count. The f- um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, oh, I, I was going to else to say. Go oh, ahead. go ahead. Go finish yours. Then. But I was going to say, as time has went on, um, 
I don't care much for film. I can enjoy a good film art, but I don't care for it as much in terms of like what you said, that it interrupts the flow of the narrative. Yeah. And is there, but can't really have major like changes in characters or accomplishments for characters because they have to be kind of basically honest out. Yeah. Yeah. I, jumping onto that, I was going to say that I became obsessed with finding filler and getting rid of it and not looking at it way before, um, like, I started to illegally download anime. Don't anyone out there go, ooh, that's what you all did at first. I I don't do it anymore, but there was a time. And so before I started downloading anime um, that was fan subbed or whatever, but I became obsessed with it after the Frieza saga in Dragon Ball Z when the Garlic Jr. saga was introduced. (laughs) And I was so angry at the Garlic Jr. saga for existing. Garlic Jr., by the way, is a Dragon Ball Z movie villain. He did. The movies are all technically filler, but they're great. They're some of the best well, DVC action. That, but two of the movies now are not. Yeah, this is now where they do weird stuff. But before, in the good old days, an anime movie. And most anime follow this. This is an important rule we didn't mention real quick. Anime movies are usually fillers. Yeah. They're just really awesome fillers. Um, they're, they're fillers with bigger budgets than the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Garlic Jr. was a movie villain that they reintroduced in a filler between Frieza and Cell. And so... No, between, uh, Frieza and, yeah, Frieza and Trunks. Right? Yeah, sorry, Frieza and Trunks. I always count the entirety of when Trunks pops up as the Cell mark, <laughs> but it's technically not. So yeah, well, okay. Well, I hope everyone has enjoyed our filler episode on fillers. Um, next week I am planning on something non-anime. I don't know exactly what that's going to be. Maybe some video games. Maybe some video games. Yeah, some western animation. Get Comics. that in there. Comics. Yeah, we We've Comics. not done a single comic book episode. Actually, Dustin, if you can think of one, we can do a comic book episode. I would not mind it. I'll have to test our yeah, Arnold's, Arnold's comic knowledge is... Fellow fan of Moon Knight, I gotta figure out what else I'll do. Oh, man, that'd be interesting. Y'all can educate me, because I'm not a fan of Moon Knight. Um, yeah, I, I could, actually, that gives me an idea. I've got my idea for this. Okay, cool, cool. Well, you're here now. You guys are about to get something completely different. Uh, <laughs> so, once again, we are the Key Items Podcast. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes. You can check us out on our website at keyitems.squarespace.com. And you can email us at unlock at keyitemspodcast.com. I am once again your filler operator, James, and I am joined by my extra fillings, who are Dustin and Arnold. And we will be fouling out our fillings, finally, for all five of you. <laughs> Just trying to... <laughs> alliteration. Alliter- I love alliteration. Um, see you guys later. Yeah. See ya. Thank you for playing.